baby. We in here, yeah, we in here. Y'all better get comfortable with saying black. We in here, yeah, we in here. Black versus the Board of Education. That's why we are indeed a whole mood. That's it. Oh, come on with the air horns. <laughs> you know, I, I Layla, you had it that time. I love it. I love it. Yes, Welcome to another episode of Black versus the Board of Education. My name is Miss Laureen. And as always, I'm the captain of the ship and we welcome you into this space. It's going to be another good conversation. I'm I'm just I'm waiting. I'm I'm I don't know what y'all going to bring, but I know it's going to be something. Um, so as always, we like to get started with some introductions around here. So Miss Keela, uh, Miss Keela celebrated her 24th birthday this weekend. Go ahead and give me some air horns, please. Miss <laughs> Keela, hey. talk to me about, do you feel different? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. hit 24. A little bit, a little bit. Okay. But yeah, um, 24th, you know, Kobe year. So I'm excited. Okay. For what the, my 24 is going to bring me. Awesome. And how are you feeling? You good? I'm good. I'm great. Awesome. Uh Uh-huh. You feeling some type of way? Well, since you, since you decided to pop in, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, sir? Uh, hello. My name is, uh, Jalen. Um, you know, another Lions win. So we're always feeling good after a Lions win. Oh gosh. Um, Okay. But, but. (laughs) I need everybody to pray for me. Um, finals are coming up. And uh, like like Marvin Sapp said, I never would have made it. Uh, okay. okay. All right. He said okay. that four times. So I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Uh, I we have a new game. face uh, joining us. And um, we're going to let her introduce herself before we get to our bets that are in the building, uh, tapping in virtually. So go ahead and introduce yourself, love. Hello. My name is Quinessa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're yes, cheering for you baby <laughs> uh new to the podcast but excited to be here and quinessa was actually really scared to be here because of you what? um and so we're gonna get to that in a moment we're gonna I'm get nervous. to that in I'm a moment nervous around young people oh I'm knock it off anyway hey miss anaya hey 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 everyone my name's anaya still freshman at howard back online this week sadly well, we we enjoyed you popping through last week. We got yes, to see man. you in person in the flesh. So, how's school yeah. going since you've been back? Anything new? Uh, no. It's my finals week is right now. So, your finals week is right now. Yeah. yeah, like I take my finals this week. Okay, okay. And y'all just gonna y'all gonna argue over over the headphones? Huh? Both of y'all just <laughs> gonna argue. Sure Kamora gets it. Uh-huh. She's like, no, it's cool. Okay. Sure? No, no, no. Kamara's acting all brand new. It's okay. We go all the way back. It's good. Uh, Melissa, hey, boo. Hi, my name is Melissa. Um, I am a senior in high school in Southern California, and I just got my first acceptance letter. Okay, so so who did we get an acceptance? I got an acceptance um, from a California school, Mount St. Mary's University, and I got a scholarship. We no love to hear. Come on, brag on yourself real quick. Go ahead. Is that, is, that, is that the Gales? Is that the Gales? St. Mary. That, go Gales. <laughs> no, you, you. Go Gales. <laughs> Jalen's a big, big fan. <laughs> no, my, friend, my, 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 my boy, my boy go down. Oh, okay. So if she goes there, then she'll have a boy too, because you're going to make sure he looks out locked, for my, my girl. I Okay. I love to hear it. Um, And you know what? We have the distinct pleasure of being joined by two folks from our community. Council member My Vang is in the building. AAA. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Y'all could just call me My. Council member My Vang, but just call me My. My wants to be called My. My. my uh huh. And this this young lady sitting next to you, like we we've seen her before. She she came to the camp with us. You know, she, we ain't seen her since. Oh. So we might have to call have that conversation in a little bit. But welcome back. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us about you. Um, and uh, we'll get into the conversation. Okay, I'm just gonna. I mean, just come up to the microphone. Don't be scared. It doesn't bite. Only on Sundays. And you in luck. <laughs> Hey guys, my name is Kamora Morley and I am a proud youth commissioner for Councilmember Mai Vang's office. For District 8. Yep. District 8, uh-huh. Heart and hustle, right? 
And okay. I am so excited to be here today and to see some familiar faces and uh-huh. what we talk about. Yeah, where you been? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you still at McClatchy? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. And you are in the what grade? 12th grade. She's a senior, a senior. as well. So you applying to colleges and stuff like that? Yes. Okay, what's your dream school? Yale University. Oh, come on. Okay. Oh, yeah. She said, yeah, everybody yes, said, oh. oh, yeah. Well, all right. Well, all right. Well, welcome to the party. You know, the way we get down here is we just talk about things. We say what comes to mind. We don't tone police our young people. And I know that we've given them some of uh, the information um, and we're going to jump into it because today is called or is talking about the importance of taking up space, um, civic engagement in young people. And it has come to our attention that you all um, at the city council, you guys voted in a youth advisory position in December of 2022. My understanding is that that has been um, that is being proposed to be amended to remove that particular position. And that in lieu of that, what they want to do is create some youth positions on some community or city boards or so come on, um, take that microphone. Yeah. Yeah, so, talk to us. <laughs> well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having Kamora, our incredible youth commissioner here. Yeah, because I want to know what she does, <laughs> but we don't get into that. Come on, tell um, me well, about this Well, she's going to be thing. presenting uh, next week at council, her okay. and also Leo. They're both on the youth commission, but um, I'm really grateful to be here with her, but really grateful to be in space with all of you, right? And I like I. I want to come back to the podcast. Come so like, on back. After we do this, like we'd love to schedule some time to just come back and just check in, let y'all know what's happening in Sacramento. So yeah, I'm really happy to be here today to really just share with all of y'all what's been happening. I mean, what is going to happen next Tuesday is going to be, it's going to be a fight pretty much. So uh, let me just backtrack and give some history of like how we got here where we're at. Um, before I was a city council member, um, I was a community organizer and I think all of y'all know and that she was for- on the school board, but she forgot to say <laughs> that. Come on and school board. Mm-hmm. But before that, you know, I think we've heard loud and clear, or at least I've heard loud and clear from our young people, um, that they want a seat literally at the dais at the table, right? Cause oftentimes decisions are always made every single day, every Tuesday. Um, and, and you know, this, all these policy impact our young people day in and day out. And so this proposal is really about having a young person sitting on the dais, engaging in conversation every Tuesday with all of the electeds, the mayor and the council, when we're talking about housing, when we're talking about um, economic development, when we're talking about young people in the city, when we're talking about grants, all of that, they get to chime in and influence a conversation. Um, and so this proposal, it's updated, but it was, it's been led by young people in the city asking and demanding Um, that young people have a voice at the table, but that actually there's funding set aside for young people. Um, And so this proposal was actually passed in December of 2022. So it already passed, meaning like we already voted. It was five to four and it was supposed to be- five to three, but- Oh yeah, yeah, five to three, Mm -hmm. five to three. Mm -hmm. I keep thinking five to four because I'm thinking this is is how close it's going to (laughs) be. This is how close it's going to be. So the council was supposed to implement this, um, but- uh, the direction was that once it passed, it was supposed to go to P and P. P and P are like subcommittees. So we got the city council and mayor, and there's like these subcommittees. There's like budget and audit. I'm on budget and audit. There's like law and ledge. It's like the body that does like ordinance. And then there's like P and P. They're in charge of like appointments to like boards of commission, um, and they they help with the governance process, right? So Lisa Kaplan, uh, she represents District One, and Karina Talamantis, she represents District Three. Um, submitted a proposal during PNP. Uh, Telemontes is not part of the PNP committee, but Kaplan, as chair of PNP, her role was to actually help facilitate the implementation of the youth advisory liaison seat. Mm-hmm. But instead, they paused and was like, we don't want to do this. Instead, we have a counter proposal. Our counter proposal is to eliminate the youth advisory liaison, the person that would be sitting right next to me on the city council. Instead, what we want to do is we got 14 boards in commission. Why don't we have a youth on every board and commission. Now, the thing is, I'm cool with like having a youth seat on every commission, but I think that you can elevate youth voices in all levels of government. You don't got to take away that one youth voice, right? And so their proposal is to eliminate the youth advisory liaison that would be And let me pause you right Mm -hmm. there. Go ahead and push pause. I'm going to push pause right there. Eliminating the youth seat. Melissa, what are your thoughts of that? My thoughts are why? Why are we, why? I mean, like, why are we eliminating youth voices? These are the people that we, that are going to be 
impacted by all decisions that are being made. Of course, everyone is impacted by all decisions that are made, but it's the youth, it's the generations that are, are of the future and that will come later that are going to be impacted a lot more by these decisions. So why don't we get a chance to have a say in what's going to happen? Anaya. I completely agree. I think saying eliminate sounds very harsh and it's only been a year. What it's not even been was implemented. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, like what went so bad in this one year that they feel we need to take it away. I understand they're creating something new, but why not just leave it? Mm. Jalen? They tripping. Um, to put it not lightly, they tripping because it just doesn't make sense to me why, because you're going to take away the one, the liaison, which can be the bridge between the, Come on, bridge? the, the city, the city council and their peers. Uh. So why are you trying to take away that bridge? Because now you're going to be like, okay, well, you're going to put a member in each of the 14 councils, but they will still kind of- It's kinda... not a council. What is it? There's 14 commissions. Is so it like, subcommittee? Co- it's like, these, yeah, it's boards of commission. There's like 14 boards of commission. But let me just share with you. So we have like, you know, the police oversight commission. We got the park commission, right? But something that I also want to share, what my two colleagues are proposing isn't something that's new. Like in 2021, before they became on, before they came onto the city council, we already started expanding those commissions. So like our arts commission, our measure U commission, our uh, police commission, and our parks commission actually has one seat for young people. And technically our city clerk was supposed to, they were supposed to kind of expand all the other commissions. So what they're proposing isn't anything really new. It's just saying, Hey, let's do this as well. But it's like, yo, we already started that. Is it as well or instead of? Instead of. Okay. My thing is like, my thing is let's do the UC. And if you want to help push the rest of the commission, let's do that too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Both aren't mutually exclusive. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. You have any thoughts on this lady? Um, my, so the, from the, the content that I read, it, it seems a lot like it's a fear driven response. Um, do you think that it has to do with the fear of being perceived as creating or promoting tokenism? Mm, Explain Um, that. Like, explain that to me. Talk a little bit more about that. So I, I understand, I, from activism, I've, I know that people in positions of power are really afraid of being called out mm-hmm. for things. And I'm wondering if this is like a fear-driven response of being called out for tokenizing the youth. Like there's, there'll be the one youth that represents all youth if they're at the dais, um, which isn't the case. But I'm wondering if that is a motivating factor. It could be. And and this is this is the thing before you even respond. Yeah. I would love to give the council members an opportunity to come in and tell you how they feel about whatever it is we're talking about. So I'm just going to open that up right now. This is not a one-sided conversation. We'd love to hear both sides of this um because you're going to hear from us in either way, right? And so when we're talking about a fear-driven response, whether we're talking about um things that haven't even had a chance to be implemented and they are being taken away um, in lieu of another plan. Let's, let's try the plan first. Um, Just so I'm clear, this is a non-voting position, correct? Yes. Yes. I mean, I would love for this person to vote one step at a time. Right. But I mean, they're not elected, so they can't really vote. But what they can do is influence the conversation. And so what my question would be to the city council members who have a problem with this, why is this an issue? Um, Because I'm listening. I've sat (laughs) at multiple board meetings. They all have a youth person um, that is sitting. Well, the ones that I've been to, there's a youth representative sitting there. Um, They do a, a vote, but it's not an actual vote or an official vote. It's just to let them know how this young person would vote should they have the opportunity to like a preferential vote like yes City yes District. Yeah. and Elk Grove Unified and Folsom Cordova Unified so then my question to them and they can jump in the chat if they feel like it or they can call my cell phone I'm not going to give out my number but um, there's a way to get it um, they can text you and they get can. my phone number um, because I really want to know what is the fear what what is motivating taking away something that hasn't even been implemented um, do you have some thoughts? No, what do you like, think? Yeah, like what's really going on? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I I I want to know just as much as everybody else. So. Yeah, I 
I want to know too. I mean, okay. that's why the debate's gonna. <laughs> I mean, that's why the debate's gonna be public on Tuesday, right? I think oh, we might have is, to roll through. Yeah. What is the? It's gonna be a a, a heated debate. And but why? I know I, that's a great question. I mean, Kamora, I don't know if you want to comment on. Kamora, you've been sitting in there like we have <laughs> no, been, been speaking. No, no, I'm just saying she's been there. Right. Yeah. We haven't been there. We haven't been in the room. So tell me from your perspective what what you feel is going on. Well, I'm with you guys. I'm confused why this is so controversial. It's like you're making it controversial. Um, like a lot Come of people... back to the mic, boo. Oh, my bad. Uh -huh, okay. Uh -huh. So a lot of people with a lot of issues. Okay. So we live in a world where there's a bunch of issues. We have TikTok. We have Instagram. We have Apple News, whatever. You see that there's so many things happening in the world that is bigger than something happening in Sacramento, just for argument's sake. But this is something that should not be such an issue where there's going to be a heated debate on Tuesday, but there is. And I'm trying to figure out, I'm just sitting here thinking like, why? Because I, I feel like people in power, they may, some people worry about if they're going to be perceived as trying to tokenize a person in some kind of community, but. Or they're afraid of being replaced. Because even someone <laughs> earlier said that these decisions that elected officials make right now impact our future, but it also impacts our present because Ooh. you, Youth Talk are about not it. just the future, though. I know my little sister, she's nine. She's the future, but she's also the present. Things like things that we city council has decided on, like public transit access, making it free, which I love, by the way, that impacts <laughs> her, too. You. We can hop on the light rail and we don't got to worry about paying that little 125. Right. Stuff, decisions that you make every Tuesday impact you so that it makes no sense why you should not be there to make this legislation legislation more effective and more mm. accessible and more inclusive, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I have a theory and I could be wrong. And maybe my colleagues can come on here and they can, you know, talk to y'all. But we're going to have a public debate about this. I think it's young people's proximity to power. Yeah. I, at the end of the day, for me, I think it's about that. Because what are you so scared about right. having a young person sitting on the diet? Right. This person, I would love them to have a preferential vote. I would love for them to have a vote. But let's get a young person on the diet. Because I, as a former school board member, we've had a seat designated for young people. And I will share with you that most of the time, the young person is way more articulate than some of my colleagues, right? They can, they can talk about how the issue impacts their lives directly, right? And I've seen how their insight and their perspective have changed the dynamic of the conversation on the dais. And that's the reason why a seat like this is so important. But I do think it's the proximity. If it wasn't a threat, I don't think it would be such a big fight. I think it's because it's the proximity to power. And I say that because of comments that have been made by council members. Like you can go back and check the archive. I won't say who, because I, I don't want to blend who said what, but I can give you what I've heard over and over. And Kamora can too. Like one is like, well, let her tell me. Yeah, Kamora. What, what have you heard? Tell us Bye. what they've said. I'll say a couple of things. Okay. <laughs> Get a little closer. There I'll say a couple of things because there's a lot of things that some people are saying. One. Yes, some elected officials are saying. One is, what if a youth is sitting on the dais and someone from the public yells at them or calls them racial slurs or things in that context? What? Another, yeah, right. So like the mental health concern. Like the mental health concern. So let me ask. Yeah. So what is the job of the adults sitting on the dais if the, if it's not to protect the young person that is right. up there, that's that's where like, I wanted you guys to sit with that and think about like how some people and know. my argument to that is for one I don't really see that happening but if that was to happen because the public will public people will be a part of the public and do things mm -hmm. what are the youth going to, I mean what are the adults going to be doing to make sure that this doesn't happen how are they going to support this young person because we I mean I can what. tell you what they did when they started yelling at uh, Steinberg. Uh, I can tell you they activated the police in the room. Matter of fact, exactly. when uh, Stefan Clark's brother, Stevante jumped on the dais, they yeah. shut the whole room down. You know, there are protocols in place already. So exactly. that's a moot point. What else have you heard? I'm trying to think what's it. That was like probably the that you've been trying to like what that stuck yeah. with you that stuck with you well i mean and then it's assuming that you've never had people yell at you before or you've never had adults act badly and they happen to do that when they're on your school campuses so exactly. again i'm trying to understand the um, rationale behind that what do they do when they get yelled at 
I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Uh, Melissa, you blinking really fast, and yeah, I'm not Melissa. really sure what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you said exactly what I was thinking. The reason we have this podcast is because there are adults specifically in the school system and that are teachers and admin that are behaving badly and will yell racial slurs at students and specifically black students all the time. (laughs) We talk about this all the time. We have had cases where we've even had students come in and talk about their experiences with their teachers calling them racial slurs. This is not something that, especially for Black students, is new. This is not new at all. So to say that, oh, we're just trying to protect you. First of all, no, you're not. That's not, that's that's a terrible excuse because you're not trying to protect us. If you were, if you were, like she was saying, prevent this from happening in the first place in this room where there are supposed to be adults that are supposed to be protecting me prevent this from happening in the first place or give me the tools to be able to manage that manage something like this possibly happening if you think that it is something that could take place because if I'm going to experience here experience it here in this room what makes you think I'm not going to experience it as soon as I step outside because that is how the real world is that is a language <laughs> Come on, Kamara. You try to jump back in there. Come on. I, I know. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. So I'll name off a couple more of the arguments we've been hearing from elected officials. So one of them is the stipend. I think it's high. What's the stipend? It's $40,000. It's on the, uh, I'll show you. You got to think about it. What? $40,000. 25000 Get the mic. Come on, talk to us. So basically the stipend is about, it's a $25,000. They'll be serving a year, right? And it'll be Mm -hmm. part-time, be like 15, 20 hours. And so they will have a $25,000 annual stipend. They will have $8,000 for professional development conference. Just like council members, they get a car or transportation tech allowance and basic service supplies like laptops and whatnot. Hmm. And so what we've also heard is that the stipend's a little bit too high for the young person. I don't think so because I think you got to pay young people for their time, Hmm. right? (laughs) Come on, you want to speak on but in all fairness i don't know how other student positions are compensated so i will look at this um okay some of this might have to be rolled into that 25 and that's that could be a, a negotiation standpoint um because i i think in terms of the um recession in terms of inflation and everything else going on, we don't want it to we don't want to put it in a position where these young people are going to be held to higher standards because they're receiving payments for their time. So we might need to look at that. But I don't think it's a bad thing for them to have a stipend. Um, I do think, though, that some of these things have to be in. I'm going to see if we can get this up on the screen somewhere um, here. Let me let me let you. I'm just going to hand it to you here. <laughs> Um, because I want I want you to look at it um, because when we're talking about that, first of all, it's a, if it's an annual, you have adults that don't even make that. So I can understand the concern. Yeah, yeah. yeah just put it in front of the camera. Do what? You can zoom in? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, then zoom in, doggone it. Like, come on. <laughs> all right, let's oh, see. Oh, that's a good camera. Okay. Let's see. Can you? Oh, I don't know. It's a little fuzzy to me. Oh. Like can y'all see that ladies so, lauren you make a really good point because one of the come arg- through come one on. of the arguments from one of the council members is that you know some of our city staff don't even get paid that much mm-hmm. a part-time city staff so my answer is yeah absolutely but instead of saying well because the city staff doesn't get paid that much we should take away that stipend from a young person what we should be saying is let's make sure that we figure out how to pay our staff appropriately mm-hmm. instead of taking dollars away from young people so that's yeah so that's so for me Right. Because I think that it's important for us to set a standard and expectation of of making sure that young people are are paid for their intelligence and their time. That's important. Right. But I do hear the concerns around, well, you know, we got some city staff that are part time that don't get paid that much. Well, that's an issue that the city needs to correct. And is this a part time position? It is a part time position. Yes. So they would start according to our timeline. If approved, it wouldn't start until next year, uh, July 1st until the uh, physical year. So July 1st, 2024 to June 30th. And so for the folks that cannot see, because you may be listening to the audio later on, it is um, the youth council annual stipend would be $25,000. Professional development, like my said, was $8,000. Car and tech allowances is $2,400. And base services and supplies, another $5,000 for a total stipend of $40,400. 
Um, and I can, I can honestly say that I can see what may be a point of contention with that stipend amount. Um, most of the time when you're looking at stipends or whatever, you're looking at a total of like a thousand dollars, $2,500. Right. Um, and so I, I can understand that portion. However, that should not be a make or break to see whether a youth voice can be added to the conversation. Um, Cause I think that that's super, super important. Uh, Anaya, what are your thoughts? Um, I can agree. I did think, you know, usually stipends are a lot less than 40000 <laughs> However, I do think that a good point was made with instead of focusing on let's pay the kids less because our workers don't get paid enough, how about you pay your workers enough? And then we can worry about the rest of the money. Well, y'all know government st- salaries and stipends. But my, and my whole thing is like, if if that's so big of a problem, just make a counter argument. You don't have right. to just, yeah. You don't gotta. You don't gotta be like, oh well, just because oh forty thousand. We don't even need to see. We don't need to see. Be like, no, nah, give a counter argument, then we can compromise. But we don't have to. You don't have to just get rid of the seat just because you think the stipend is too high. Running for office. Seriously, gosh. I can't do it. Cornessa, what do you think? What do you think? Um, I think so. Car and tech allowances. I'm assuming that's like reimbursement. Yeah. So the the idea of them actually getting to forty thousand isn't, you know, necessarily true. So there's that. But so they're gonna take the forty. I'm just want to make sure I'm understanding. They're taking the forty thousand and they're using that to pay what would be the fourteen positions. No, that's on the one. Other. That's one position. Oh, that's one the one on, yeah, that's, that's one person. Liaison. That's a liaison. That's the, the one, one that sits on the dais. The one that sits on the dais. But it can all be always oh. open up to debate on the like, you know, on next Tuesday, if a council member be like, that's a little too much. I want to cut this like four thousand. I want to make this five thousand. I mean that's always up to debate, but is it something that should be the reason to eliminate it? Probably yeah. Not. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I you think said that's too low. No. <laughs> Some people <laughs> Yeah, because I say that because I see how workers are taken advantage of, young sure. people, right? Right. So I, I, I think about like 15, 20 hours a week, times that by like 25, right? I was just thinking like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, I just did the average. Now, if someone wants to debate me on this, they can. If we want to negotiate, I'm happy to negotiate this budget. I'm always trying to shoot for the stars for our young people, for sure. right? Like yeah. that's important, right? Because most likely it's going to get cut. So my thing is like, I want, I want it to be a good quality and there, it's, it's a part-time job. Right. It's literally yeah. a part-time job. So and everybody knows in debating, you got to start high. You do. You got to yeah. start high. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Do. I mean, that's the best way um, to do it. Yeah. And so, did you have one more thing that you want to, or a couple more, or? A lot of people think that there should not be a youth advisory liaison seat because this person will be too young, though. Um, I just want to say that as a 17-year-old, I have countless times been doubted because of my age, been doubted because of what I think, mm-hmm. but. People don't understand how much you see, though, and it reminds me of when you're looking for a job. You're just scrolling on the Internet, and all these jobs say you need, like, two years right. of experience. You need you need a really fat resume and stuff, but how are you going to get experience if you're not given experience? How are you going to get experience if you're not given the resources and guidance from elected officials who have done so much, who have sat on school boards and who are now council members and who are on the, all these committees and stuff, they're not going to get the experience though. When they got to start in college and compete with all these people for internships and it's way more difficult. So why not just give them a foot in the door mm-hmm. instead of doubting a youth when we see a lot. And we, like I said, we're so connected. This is the most connected generation. Well, I mean, I've been you here mean, for like 17 years. My mom says that this is the most connected generation she's you ever mean seen. mean like social medially connected? Yes, because okay. I will say that we are not that connected like outside of social media but Mm -hmm. we see a lot though news travels fast on a lot of stuff so it's like think about how valuable it would be to have a youth perspective on live time where it's in an adult's ear because one argument was that council elected officials like council members they review all of the commission and committees um meetings like the minutes Mm. if i'm correct yeah do they it's true like i mean i've worked (laughs) the state capitol for 16 years do they really that's what i'm saying it's like that's it reminds news me, to me <laughs> it reminds me of like i'm in all these ap classes when my teacher tells me to read a chapter of that textbook i probably skimmed it i probably didn't read that's everything. exactly what they i do. read the summary so i feel like it's so beneficial for an adult to hear a youth in their ear right next to them on that dais 
rather than just reading over what youth commissioner said because they're probably just like okay yep said that mm-hmm. it's very impactful if you hear youth in your ear just the way we're sitting right now though it's yeah. also impactful for the community because yes. when you have a young person explaining in plain language the way that they understand what's going on it helps people who don't understand right. their peers. the the language that's written on the documents because i when i went to like the school board meeting some of the language is very convoluted yeah. Yeah. and so when you have someone speaking about what's going on in plain language it helps everyone to understand and that could be a point of contention which is why it's called a liaison the bridge between <laughs> the gaps I'm trying to, i don't understand it yeah i think yeah, I think one of the concerns that we heard from other elect is like, that's so much pressure for this young, one young person to represent the entire city. But it's like, this one person is one youth that will be a channel to a youth perspective because there's also our youth commission, right? That we have, we have commissioners, our young folks that are already on the commission. But I will also say that oftentimes as a commission, nothing against our commission. I love our commission. I got commissioners, but at the end of the day, the ultimate decision falls on the mayor and the city council mm-hmm. and commissions. They make recommendation. And I will share with you. I've been pretty vocal about this. Oftentimes our commissions spend nights and days working to provide a recommendation, whether that's on police oversight, whether that's on measure you, whether that's the youth. Right. And they say, these are our recommendation. And it comes to the council and it's like, okay, thanks so much. And we file it. Yeah. I'm just going to be real. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I often think about like, Yes. Well, I know me as a as a city council member, I take recommendations very seriously and I do my best to figure out how we can actually implement some of these recommendations from commission. But I don't. I have seen that not maybe not all my colleagues feel the same way. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's why having a young person, literally, like you all said, having a young person sitting on the dais, influencing the conversation on the policy is so important and so critical. Um, And for me, it's just. Yeah, I mean, I was a part of me is like shocked, but not shocked too, because just like, why is this such a fight? But I know it's a fight because, again, I think it's about it's about proximity to power too. It's about young people having the ability, because you have you while you don't get a vote as a young person, if this youth liaison seat comes to fruition, you have the microphone on the dais, right? Are they rec? Would they be recognized just like any other yep. person on the dais? Absolutely. They will be called. They will get all of the materials. The only thing they don't get are closed session items, right? right. Whether it's lawsuit, things HR related, but mm-hmm. everything, every briefing that council member gets, this young person gets as well. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, yeah. And so I was reading the NPR article. It says it was a, uh, a quote from the Youth Commission Chair, Patrick Sue. Yeah, Okay, Leo, that's who's going to be presenting next week. Yes. Yes. Okay. And it says the Youth Commission only advises the city council through a formal process, but it does not have the opportunity to provide real-time input on sensitive issues. Mm -hmm. Uplifting a young person directly to the dais is necessary to ensure that youth voice is an integral part and regular part of city council decision makers or decision making. But one of the quotes that we saw that really uh raised our flag yeah. over here it was from uh council member lisa kaplan one youth does not represent all voices she said this on the september uh, september 19th committee meeting just as we talk about equity with 14 voices we're going to get a wide breadth of demographics but leo said that it's a formal process and they don't get to add comments in real time but we going to put 14 people in the background just to say that we put them in the background just so that we don't have to have this one person sitting next to us mm-hmm. on the dais. And so yeah. then my question becomes, if this youth person would only represent or can't represent everybody, what are you doing in your seat? Exactly. Aren't you representing everybody where you're at? Do you think that everybody in your community agrees with every vote that you submit? When you're supposed to be working for the people, and we've seen—that's my question. I don't know. I, I'm just curious. Melissa still has her mouth open, and I'm not sure. <laughs> Talk about it, man. Um, <laughs> Melissa. What? What is it? I'm still on them saying that the rebuttal is that having someone on a, as a youth in this youth position, that person would be too young. My question is, what is the age range for this position? Because, like, if we're trying to argue. 
If we're trying to argue well, age. Originally, what I read was it was 18 to 24. Yeah, originally it was 18 to 24, but there are two council members that said, on record, we work really hard to get our seat. So if we're going to do this, we need to put it under 18 because an 18-year-old can run. Now, let me let me share this with y'all just really quick on the age piece. Yes, an 18-year-old can run. Absolutely, I support that. But there's a reason why you don't see 18-year-olds running for office. It's because they don't have the political capital like older folks do and the mm. resources, right? So let's yeah. be real about that. So don't say, yeah, an 18-year-old can run for office. Absolutely, I'll be supporting that 18-year-old. But you know what? That 18-year-old is going to have challenges because they don't have the political capital and dollars like a lot of the adults, right? And, 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 so and they a, don't have member uh, family members in the legislature when right. they decide to run. They don't, they don't come from dynasty, right? They're like... Uh -huh. You know, so let's keep it a book. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have to talk about we have to keep a thing a thing. Yeah. Um, there are some people that run because they have family ties to people who are elected. There are some people that run because they are put forth by people who have money that want to see them in those positions and then they become puppets. Um, there are some people that run that really originally want to do what's best for community, but then they get elected and they forget that. And so I'm trying to figure out who we're talking about, which one. Which one of the categories do these folks put in? Because I actually, I know Lisa Kaplan. We, we were at the Capitol together. Um, I met Karina when we did our um, our um, forum with the people that were running to get elected. Um, I do know Katie. Um, I know Eric Guerra. We were both at the Capitol together. I know Mayor Steinberg because he was uh, Senate pro tem when I was uh, an employee at the Capitol. So I'm trying to figure out which one is it. Do you not want young people next to you because you're afraid of them and you think they may have better ideas than possibly you do? Is it that you're so um, in the clouds or high and mighty that you think that you got somewhere by yourself? Um, I'm just trying to figure out who we're talking about because then we can have a, a, a real conversation um, because if it bothers you, to have youth voice present at the dais. I don't want to see none of them walking for you in your campaigns. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to come and have them volunteer. I don't want you to come and have them bring their friends in to listen to you talk. Because if their voice is not valuable next to you, it should not be valuable to get you the votes that you need to retain your seats. I'm like, can I, can I say that? But hold on, I'm gonna quote hard. you. I'm like, that's so good, Lord. I mean, I'm just, is, I'm just wondering is, who we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, we'll um, know on Tuesday. That's the thing. The, the yeah, we will know because I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna look. Tuesday is in tomorrow. No, next, next week. Tuesday. Next Tuesday at five o'clock. A lot of young folks are through. And so I just need to know who we're talking about, um, because again, when when you grow up in the political landscape as I have, um, I was fortunate enough to be hired when I was twenty. Oh God, um, twenty. 26, somewhere around there. Um, I grew up in the state capitol, and I've been able to watch people ascend from the capitol um, to other positions. And at the end of the day, what I want to know is who are we talking about? What are we talking about? And when it becomes important, we have to uplift youth voice. Now, we can have a conversation about budgets all day, but we have to give them the permission to learn and to glean for us from us. None of us are going to live forever. So we can't just continue to kind of hoard the information. Just like somebody helped your behind get elected, you get in there and you help somebody else. Yes. I feel like a lot of people forget that when you take on a leadership role like this, when you become elected, you are supposed to continue to uplift your community. And if that means that you're uplifting a 16 or 17 year old, that's what it's going to have to be though. I will say we are the future because soon we're going to be making decisions that will be written into law. Some of us are going to, you know, youth are going to run for office and we're going to do great things. And I want y'all to be prepared. Yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't want y'all to just be up in there just talking because then you start to sound like some of these other people. Exactly. And another thing that, like you said, some people, I'm going to just keep it a buck. Please keep it a buck. Keep it real. <laughs> Keep it 100. Mine's like, uh, Keep translation, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you should, you should. Some be so angry. I'm trying to harness my fire next week. Be like, okay, you got to keep it classy, councilwoman. But like, I'm going to have to harness my fire and I mean, because you're talking off the microphone like everybody can hear you. And I understand that you fiery and all that good stuff. But, but we want you, we want you to be passionate. But 
I guess we have to understand the game that we're playing, yeah. right? Um, and honestly, politics is one of those games, right? You can't go in there with emotion. People don't understand emotion. They have to understand facts. Yeah. So your job as the person presenting, I hope that you done added some statistics in there about what's going on with young people in the city of Sacramento and how you can contribute positively if you were given the opportunity to sit amongst the decision makers. Because last time I checked, they've been tripping and failing for a while. Mm -hmm. at the city level in regards to how they engage youth programs or youth people, young people, how they fund youth programs and youth people. Um, they're very reactionary. So let's get proactive about some stuff and cut the crap. It's like exactly. When, when there's a shooting or something happens and it's like, oh, reactionary. Let's, reactionary. let's find money. Let's, let's, let's do a youth programming. But it's not like proactive and really being a city that centers young people. We, we talk a big game about centering young people. But when it comes to things like this, it's like, oh. No, I'm not sure if this is right. Let's let's wait on that. Right. And so. time is of the essence. It is. Um, yeah. the, my understanding is that fentanyl use is exploding here in, in Sacramento. Um, our young people are dealing with so many issues based on what happened with the pandemic. The fact that you even have young people interested in running to sit next to y'all in these boring meetings that last three hours, you should be like, Yay. sign them up. <laughs> Because half these meetings, there's just uh, formalities, right? Yeah. It's just a lot of people talking to hear themselves talk. Let's get proactive about what it is we're trying to accomplish on behalf of the children in this city, period. It has to happen. So you got statistics in, in, your, in your presentation? Yes. I don't want to see any feelings. <laughs> I don't want to see any feelings. We got to come with yeah. facts. People understand numbers, right? Mm -hmm. People lie, numbers don't. So let's start talking about the numbers. Let's start painting the picture. Let's talk about how they didn't fund that that measure something. Well, we, the young people worked really hard. They didn't fund it before, but that's why we worked really hard to pass Measure L, the Sacramento Children's Fund. What was it before? Before, there was nothing before. Wasn't it a measure something and they got them funds and it got diverted to someplace oh, else? Oh, that's Measure U. That's Measure okay. U Committee. Okay. It was promised that mm -hmm. it was going to be economic development for mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. low-income neighborhoods. Yeah, we're... Not yeah, yeah, yeah. So. we didn't see that. Yeah, but so the, yeah, but now sounds like they need some oversight over there too. <laughs> so, but we do have a Sacramento Children's Fund that's going to be implemented next year, which is the reason why having the youth, this youth fee is even more important than ever because now we have a dedicated Sacramento Youth Sacramento youth Children's Fund that has to be dedicated for young people. So, but okay. Sorry, I get I get fiery too. Say, Excuse I appreciate me. it. I Excuse really me. Do. I'm a I'm a calm down. So, what you want to tell us? <laughs> when it comes to politics, I love politics i love to say to my friends that think that politics is boring because it can be sitting next to these people are witnessing people talking for three hours reading these big old packets it can be really boring though and i say this mm -hmm. as a youth commissioner but it's politics essential. sustains our survival mm. as a young black lady it girl, sustains my you ain't survival. no lady yet you a girl okay yeah we're not gonna adultify was, you because that's what these people will do Yes. You're a girl, right? And you're going into adulthood or womanhood. Mm -hmm. And we have to give you a chance to thrive in your girlhood first. Yes. Right. Go ahead. Sorry. You sound like my favorite YouTuber that does video. I know. That's why I, I can't understand. That. That's why I can't understand where you've been. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Keep go ahead. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> okay. So I don't want okay. Nationally speaking, politically, we see that people that represent us do not look like us. Oh. That might be another problem, so but good. It is an issue. I have a bone to pick with that. But my thing right now is that on the city level, we need to make sure that people from underserved communities, such as South Sac, are represented. And why not, along with Youth Commission, I represent South Sac, but why not expand Youth Voice? And hopefully, we have a youth from a red line underserved community represent Come on, these red line? talking about issues such as the fentanyl epidemic. Because I just had someone come present to our school. I just had a father tell me that he lost his daughter last year from a lace fentanyl pill that she did not know was fentanyl. That's mm. a whole other thing. But being able to have a youth there talking about their experiences, what they've seen, what they've heard is crucial. And hearing that from someone that looks like me who can right. relate to me is so important. I do not want youth to be tokenized by just, just putting them on these 14 commissions rather than having a youth in their voice live time listening to what's going on. You cannot write off someone when you hear them. You cannot act like you cannot hear them because people that are there in the public can give you a public comment and say, hey, you heard what they said. So And they don't respond during public comment. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's you're going to be reminded that you are actively 
ignoring a youth and it's not just you skimming through what happened at these other meetings you're hearing in lifetime what's going on if you ignore them that speaks volumes to who you are as a person not just a politician i love that i think for me it would just make politics it can it has the opportunity to make politics cool for their peers <laughs> personally because like if you like let's just say if i have a friend who's on this board i'm about to go try to support my friend and then the them. more i go the more i learn about the issues mm. that are going on then i go Talk tell my friends be like hey we should go support so and so because he talk, he has a, he has this big thing that he got, he got going on where he's about to uh, uh, fight mm -hmm. to vote for this, and now you got the whole city coming out. You got mm -hmm. the, all your peers coming out. So I don't understand why you would not do that. You have the opportunity to change people's perceptions of politics. Yes, and and the lack of representation because mm -hmm. I felt that right. There are no black women on the city council. Let's just be clear. Mm -hmm. um, let me not do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, y'all almost had me say <laughs> But it's important. Um, representation is crucial, um, especially where we're at right now. And so I'm wondering, um, with the fact that you are working with the Youth Commission, can you just kind of give us a ballpark figure of how many hours you've spent working on things to help make this um this role come to fruition let's talk about it let's how much time are you devoting into this a lot of time i will say give me a ballpark girl <gasps> weekly <gasps> daily <laughs> monthly oh something um okay i'll monthly we've been working on this for quite some time i will say that i spend Dang, you over, I feel like you're my timesheet for some I am. Um, <laughs> because it's it's more than a notion. Yeah. I don't want them to think that you're just, just complaining together. about yeah. something or that you're just coming and you haven't kind of done any of the legwork. Yeah. So I want you to give, because we don't know, right? I don't know. If you had to put a figure mm -hmm. on it, how much do you, time do you think you're spending? Because you are in honors classes. You are a high school student. I'm still trying to figure out why we ain't seeing you around here, you know. And so I'm just wondering, you must be busy. So yeah. about how many hours would you say you're spending, you know, pouring into this, trying to get this this work? And and let me just say one more thing oh, before yeah. you, you answer me. Mm -hmm. The issue becomes we like to exploit people for their brain trust right we like to exploit them and we like to get them to do all the work so then we can shut it down so i want to know how much time have you spent working on this because you said this has been happening a long time how much time have you spent okay. estimate it you don't got to give estimate? me a yeah just give me an estimate i would say it would be in the double digits honestly it double digits like, like 20 10, hours no, no, 10 no, no, hours like, like what i'd say like 10 plus if i was to put a week no, I'd say, okay. <laughs> She's like, why are you asking me math questions? <laughs> I guess it depends because like there's busy days and there's busy months. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, it depends because we meet weekly. I know you. Okay. There's you meet meetings, weekly. Yeah, there's meetings that I'm not part of where there's just young people meeting to organize around this. I'm not part of those conversations. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I know you guys have weekly meetings and stuff. And, you know, there's the just weekly. Give yeah. me a time. Okay, week. weekly. I'd say about like. I don't know, five plus hours, six. Okay. Six and hours a week for the last year? No, no. For how since we've been working I've been working on this with community members and chair of youth commission for mm -hmm. I'd say this past like month and a half. Okay. But before that you weren't involved? Honestly, I was trying to be involved in a different way. When I read okay. about this at my youth commission meeting, I don't even remember when this was presented to us like months ago, when I heard about this position, I was like, this is so me though. And I wanted to actually be the oh, first. So I that's why you got involved. It was like, oh, no, no, this is where I need to be. <laughs> so yes, ma'am. Uh -huh. So <laughs> go ahead. at this youth, I was so interested. I was like, dang, I'm doing youth commission. I feel like I'm representing my community. I'm, you know, giving my voice to these people, to the public, but like, when I like heard about this, I was like, dang, I could expand my voice even more. Mm. I'd be the first. I would be able to actually get this experience. It would be something so unique. And then I ended up working on this in a whole different way, though. I thought I was going to apply. I was following the timeline and everything. I was like, yeah. And I was like, ooh, Councilmember Vang was the one that did this. Like, she always doing her thing. <sighs> 
think you're waiting to apply for the, the job. You're like, I was, oh I really was. And honestly, it became more, it became more than me just trying to apply for something. I mean, I'm very interested in politics. It's not just about mm-hmm. getting my name out there. Cause I know a lot of politicians, they think that them just voting on stuff and being elected is just about them, like having some kind of fame, but mm. I don't believe in it that way. I'm honestly a very shy person, Mm -hmm. but I know that it's very necessary for me to put my voice out there and not be that same shy kid I was a few years ago. I mean, I'm still a kid, but Mm -hmm. you are. I was way Mm -hmm. younger. So I. So let me ask you something. uh, Because you spent so much time, and then this this the response that mm -hmm. you've gotten from some of the other folks on the dais has that messed with your determination at all, or has it made you want to go forward even more? It's made me want to go further, like way further. <laughs> I, I'm, oh, it done lit a fire. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. honestly, my dad likes to say he's concerned that I'm not scared away from politics now. I feel like this is the perfect learning opportunity for me to see how you can work very hard on something. You don't know what's going to happen after you present this. You yeah. don't know if there's going to be people like everybody in the room just shut it down. You don't know if there's going to be people that support you. You don't know how many people are going to be in the audience just sitting behind you. So this has really excited me, though, Mm. that I have this opportunity to do this. And honestly, I'm at first I just wanted to do this because I mean, I wanted to apply for this position because I was like, this is so me. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I should totally do it. But then once this was shot down, it just angered me, honestly. Mm. And I know that when I present this, I can't just put my feelings up there and say, I'm angry. That's not going to work. Nope. I have to drop numbers. Fall right into that angry angry black woman. Even though you a girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but once I heard how this was shut down, I was like, oh my goodness, I have to do something. And I want a youth to sit there on the dais and I want to be able to know, I want to see that this happened and know that I was a part of this and I didn't mm. just let my voice be wasted in I this position. That. So I'm very excited to see the outcome. And I hope to see you there though. Uh-huh. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be there and then I'm gonna cause I'm gonna ask you where you've been. <laughs> Every time I show up, that's all I'm going to add. Those are only words I have for you. But before we get out of here, because I know we're running out of time, um, I, I like we like to do something around here. We, li- we like to do some mindfulness stuff. So can you guys think of something positive that we can uh, feed this young lady before, this young girl, sorry, I, I did it too. Um, some words of encouragement that we can feed to her to keep her just going um, and letting her know that she's doing the right thing. Uh, Miss Anaya, I'm going to start with you. Um, I would say that you're stronger than you think you are. And I can tell that you're very, very, very intelligent. So don't ever let anybody undermine you or your intelligence. And you're stronger than you are. Don't give up. Thank you so much. Melissa. Can you guys hear me? We can no. hear you, but <laughs> you but you, like, you, you, you yeah, we can hear you though. <laughs> Go no. ahead. Okay. Um, I just want to say, keep going. You inspire me so much. You We're the same age, but you have inspired me so much. Already in this short hour that we've been talking, you are doing so much. Um, and I know that you are going to continue to take up space and people are not going to know what to do with you. And that is an amazing thing. So just keep going. And you have inspired me already. I love that. So Keila. Um, I agree with Melissa. You, I met you before because uh-huh. you were my sister. Uh huh. They was in the dorm room. I mean, the cabin or no? No, I was. In, I met her at an event. Oh, she was yeah. at yes. an event. Yeah, I met Chelsea. Can be yes. So that's why I was like, the okay, fact that, like you're still going and you're just amped up is inspiring me. And I'm 24. Well, you like, just made 24. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm 24. But anyways, <laughs> but no, yeah, like seriously though, like you. I wish I had what you had at 17. Like, that is crazy. Like, I'm getting goosebumps when you're talking to me. Like, that is crazy. I could just see how far you're even going to go, regardless of how ever it turned out. But you got it, though. Thank you I so love much. that. Yes. Jalen. <laughs> Don't do that, Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> um, continue to make politics cool. Um, you know, just give it, give it your own, give it your own flair, you know, because like, like Quinesse was saying earlier, when you're, when you hear politics, you look at all of these people that don't look like you making decisions for you, but you're in this position right now where you can affect 
your peers around you and be like, hey, well, you might not be able to understand what this is if I gave it to you. But if I talk to you like this, now you're under, now you're able to understand it because of the way that I'm talking to you yeah. and continue to do that because the way that you just made it sound to us, I think I think politics is more cool than I thought it was going in. I I, I don't really, you know, I don't really do the politics like that, even though Lorraine always says politics do you. Yes, they do. Which is, Without, which is true, mm-hmm. which is true. With no which Vaseline. Is, which but is very ahead. true. But, but go ahead. Sometimes, uh, some, but sometimes you do need because right now, if like it or not, you're our youth liaison in this Aww. space right here. You're the person. You're the person. You bringing back the information. Yeah, you're the person yeah. that done. We did our research just looking it up, but you came in here and was like, "Oh yeah, I heard what they said. This is what they said. This is what we need to do. This is what I've been doing. You done liaisoned us." <laughs> no, like for real. Like I love that word. <laughs> I love it. Quinessa. Um, I just want to wish you good luck on Tuesday. I know like when I'm passionate about stuff, like my voice shakes, my body shakes. And I just hope you know that like, even if your voice shakes or you feel like tension in your body, that that's okay. And that's your passion. And we still, we still want to hear everything that you say. Um, I'm going to get emotional, so I'm going to stop. Oh. I'm going to get emotional, too, because I do be, my voice be shaking. You right? got to make Quinn say emotional. Yeah. Like, well, I'm I'm not emotional. I'm a whole thug. No. <laughs> oh, <my>. Whoa. <laughs> wild. Wow. Oh, no. Because I believe in taking up space. Um, I believe if people don't invite me to the table, I'm coming with my own chair. Um, I believe in coming in and saying what needs to be said, even if I piss a couple people off, and I'm okay with that. And I want to encourage you, take up space. You belong there. There's nothing anybody can tell you that could that should be able to shake you to the point where you don't feel you belong. You belong there. You know why? Because you, you had this thing in you that said, I got to do it. That means you're called to do it. And when you're called to do something, you can't shake it. That's why I'm still here. And I'm still trying to figure out where you've been. Um, we'll talk after. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, because when, when it's in you. Because I'm one of those, I, I get a whole heat feeling a, across my body when I got to come up and say things that need to be said. Um, and I'm I'm going to be there next Tuesday because um, I think that you need some backup. Um, and I'm going to give public comment too. Um, because I'm not sure who I'm talking to yet, but I want to make sure they remember me too. So um, I'll be there next Tuesday. Can I get a second? Somebody else coming? Keyless, Keyless I'll in the car? my best finals. You know the vibes. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's in I school. Yeah. What about you? I'll be. Oh, Who's that? I'll Who's be that? Who's I'll be You'll be home. You rolling? Next Tuesday. You rolling oh, with us? Maybe I would love to. Yes. Oh, nice. pulling up together. <laughs> yeah. So Kamara is the contact person. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think Kamara can like. Yeah, you can send them messages and stuff. I know y'all are still organizing. I'm not in those meetings. So I know. Girl, I don't do organizing, but I'll show up for her. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I, be there. I will post about this meeting everywhere. I'm going to annoy everybody. I'm going to be in my Google classrooms. I'm everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to be show annoying. Up. And then, mm-hmm. Show up and show up. And Tevin, Tevin said if you send it to him, he will post it on our page. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're, we're just going to um, do what we can do. We're going to have this video edited, and we're going to have some clips put up um, because they need to know, uh, in, in the words of the great prophet Deion Sanders, we come in. I know. <laughs> I love that. I know. <laughs> what is that? We ain't hard to find. So, um, you know what? We we are almost out of time. I want to thank you for bringing Miss Kamora. Thank you for sliding through my. I mean, uh, you talking to me, but you the microphone's over there. I said thank thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much for just holding the space. Also for just for young people. Yeah. I, mean, I just want to say thank you, right? Because it course. takes incredible adult thank allies you. to to champion to fight for spaces like this, like we need folks like you too. We need our young people, but we also need adult allies like you. And I just want to say thank you oh, it's my um, pleasure. for not forgetting about the young people. I think, you know, there's some adults that when they make it up there, they do forget about the 
about opening that door and making sure that the oh girl, I thought she, looking, I thought something happened. No, <laughs> that they're I'm trying to, not, not, not trying like, to say some names. Did we get frozen? Did we freeze? Got, gotta, <laughs> gotta make sure that you know. Gotta make sure that we're lifting while we're climbing, right? right. Um, and I just want to say thank and you that for we're always in, doing that. We're investing where the investment needs to be. Absolutely. Um, and so Absolutely. if you got some people that like to sponsor stuff, I'm gonna talk to you offline because yep. we need some checks too. Okay, sounds okay. good. So um, send them this that, way. With that, you know. Um, Thank you, Kamora, for coming through. It's so great to see you again. Um, even though I'm giving you a hard time, it's all love. <laughs> um, we want to make everybody uh, uh, aware that we will be doing um, the whole mood Christmas celebration presented by our minis. That's uh, for ages five to ten. We're just going to do a little some Christmas themed stuff, whether we're doing gingerbread stockings or wreaths. We want you to come and hang out with us and we'll probably have a cameo by uh, black santa because you know there's a thing called black santa um and so he might come he might slide through we got to make sure we confirm that make sure he's not busy um but uh we're doing that and then the 18th through the 22nd you heard us talking about the explosion of fentanyl here in sacramento county um we are holding our mindfulness-based substance abuse treatment for adolescents um right here in our offices uh totally free lunch will be provided uh, we want to make sure that our young people have the coping skills they need. We know that the holidays can be triggering for some folks. Maybe they are missing something. They need a little bit of extra love. And we got that right here for you right here at BYLPHQ. So go to our website. It is scrolling on the bottom. And if you can't see that, it's BYLP.org. And sign up to join us for that week. Parents, if you want to get your kids to do something during that week because you don't want them driving you crazy, come let us drive. Come let them drive us crazy for a couple of hours. <laughs> Uh, during that week, the 18th through the 22nd. Uh, Keila had a birthday. Tevin's birthday is uh, three days from now. Uh, it's it's just Satch season up in this piece. Um, I'm so excited for uh, what we got going on. Um, and I wanted to... Be, are y'all done? Sorry. I wanted to shout out um, the NBA for selecting us as one of their grantees. <laughs> We are extremely excited to join that cohort of new grantees and, and excited to see what we can do to better impact the city of Sacramento and beyond. So thank you. Uh, we are going to get out of here. Catch us next week right here on Facebook and YouTube, 4.30 PST. We are Black versus the Board of Education, and we're just going to hit you with the peace sign and get up out of here. Shout out, oh, move, shout out uh, Adam Silver. <laughs>